small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to a Village in Crisis podcast, a podcast that looks at the nonsense that people post on a village Facebook page. This week we'll be looking at an incident involving some young lads causing havoc. But before that, I want to say good morning to my friend Lee and find out how his week has been. Hello, Lee. How's your week been? Hello, Neil. Um, how are you? I'm all right, thank you, Lee. Yeah. My week's been standard. Yeah. My wife started a new job. Oh, yeah. How's that going? Very well. Uh, she's the CEO of a quite a large company now. And um, luckily for her, they moved into a new office the same week she started. And she said it is very, very lavish. Nice. So she's really happy with that. That's good. At least someone in the family's happy. We would uh, like to think that if we can get one out of five, uh, it's a good hit rate. <laughs> um, I realised the other day you've gone very quiet on your football coaching. Are you still doing that or has the winning run um, come to the end? No, well, uh, in Sweden, it's uh, winter break. Right? Oh, right. And we've okay. been doing indoor training on Sunday mornings and it's pretty, it's pretty boring. We had another sighting of Peter Pop Pop. Um from a, a listener got in touch and said that they were following him they were following him well they were they, they were, were behind him behind him yeah driving behind him i said is he driving responsibly and they said followed him through such and such over lots of speed bumps i assume he's had the car lowered because he had to slow right down to get over them see photo he even went diagonally over the bumps at times not sure of the theory he caused quite a tailback then as soon as we got to the open road he throttled it Mostly out of embarrassment, I reckon. Hmm. <laughs> oh, Always dear. good to hear from him, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Pop off. Before we'd, uh, yeah, Podcast legend. If, you, if you've not listened to, to those episodes, get, get back and le- listen to Peter Pop Pop. I've been, you know, I like doing a bit of marketing, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You're a big marketing person. Yeah. No budget marketing, basically. So this week I have been following people on Instagram again because that's that's free advertising, basically, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Follow them. They look at you and think, who's this fucking prick? But at least they're looking at you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I had a, another idea, Lee. I thought mm-hmm. I would go on Reddit. Do you know what Reddit is? Uh, I'm familiar with the. It's a bit of a like uh, we was it it's like a web page for losers right they they describe themselves as reddit is a network of communities where people can dive into their interests hobbies and passions yeah so i mean like if i i think the last time i ended up on reddit mm. i it was something to do with uh, the new car that i bought and the engine light keep kept coming on and i typed in on google like causes for engine like coming on yeah and i ended up on on reddit um and there was a bunch of weirdos going on about it could be this it could be that 
and then somebody saying yeah but it really could be this and it really could be that and then I just logged out because I thought these guys are you know get a life man well the reason I went on it I thought there'll be sub threads on reddit about other podcasts that will have lots of people so I, I, I went on and put a message along the lines of this hi all as blank fans so whatever the podcast was we think you might like our podcast the village in crisis sorry for the shameless promo but we don't have the existing profile to draw in the listeners any other way <laughs> okay fairly harmless yeah. yeah um so off menu podcast um so off menu i think is the number one comedy podcast in the uk they just removed the post because it was off topic and i thought that was fair enough you know no shitty comments just removed it because it's not relevant to to their podcast um the chatterbix podcast you know i've told you before i'm a big fan of of chatterbix joe uh wilkinson Wilkinson and david earl yeah um their listeners gave a a lovely response lots of best of luck with it people asking what it's what it's about you know when i told them they said it sounds right up my street i'm going to download it now um said there's a new host from season two onwards because i know you get a bit funny about season one um i just think that if people go into it and start season one that they might not get all the way through to season two that's a concern isn't it and if Um, that's the case then you know we won't be successful when we're wasting our our marketing efforts is that what you're saying yeah and also you're well no you, you we're also we're losing out on on uh, we're suffering from previous poor decisions on your behalf. <laughs> um, great premise. I'm definitely going to give that a listen. Yeah, things like that. And then um, someone responded um, and said, "I listened to the fish and chips episode. Really good stuff. Thanks for the tip off." And then they said, "I enjoyed the thread you started on the no such thing as a fishes Reddit as well." Now, no such thing as a fish is another very successful um podcast um and it's done i think there's quite a few of the you know qi mm-hmm. i think quite a lot of the qi elves put this podcast together so i commented on their thread you know if you like no such thing as a fish we, th- we think you're like this um lesby hun was the first person to uh to respond what is the podcast about and how is it similar to no such thing or off menu or my dad wrote a porno or other such posts you guys have made. So I said, it's not particularly. We're just trying every marketing avenue we can. It's a comedy podcast, though. Um, now, you get like up marks and down marks for your responses on Reddit. Uh, I came in hot there with a minus 16. Um, <laughs> I've got, no, uh, got no relevance. I don't know. Does that mean that you got minus 16, 16 people gave you thumbs down or? Yeah. Yeah, 16 thumbs down. Okay, so in comes The Foolery of Tom, which is a bit of a cunty name, I would say. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that this guy didn't support us since you've just said Tom is a <laughs> cunty name. <laughs> no, The Foolery of Tom, I'd say. is a, like, Instead of saying Tom Foolery, he's gone for The Foolery of Tom. Maybe Tom Foolery was taken. You can imagine the kind of prick that calls himself The Foolery of Tom. I bet he wears a a Jester's hat, does magic tricks (laughs) down the park. 
(laughs) Anyway, he came in with, so it's not similar in any way to no such thing as a fish. And you haven't told us what it's about. You may want to polish those marketing skills. He got 26 likes for that. My response, always leave them wanting more. Are we on minus 62 now? Minus 28. (laughs) (laughs) That's accumulated, is it? Or is that minus 28 for? Minus 28 just for that one. Then I followed it up with or nothing at all. Um, That got minus 21. And the (sighs) follower of Tom came back in and said, you were right the second time. So I said, in reality, it has more of the conversational tone of Chatterbix or Wolf and Owl. We're just trying to get the word out in a massively saturated market with no budget for advertising. Thanks for taking the time to comment, though. It all helps. Minus 10. And did, oh, my God. <laughs> Who's on there that's just like butchering newbies when they're just trying to make something of themselves? I know. I know. Um, I'm a little bit shocked. In comes the last tsunami. Why do you think we would like it? What similarities does it have? I said, well, there is a tenuous link, actually. Eric, that co-hosted season one, is good mates with Dan Schreiber, and he's the host of uh, No Such Thing as a Fish. And this guy said, that is pretty tenuous. I think everyone is good mates with Dan Schreiber. Well, I fucking bet you aren't the last tsunami. Um, Wankers. Which isn't what I said. I said, okay, you got me. We're just um, shamelessly desperate for listeners and pimping ourselves everywhere we can. Um, <laughs> and then he did turn around and say, good luck to you. And that that got three likes. The ant uh, fire, come, the ant fire comes in. Damage is done by that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ant fire comes in. Not the place. Sorry, bud. Um, and I said, well, clearly not. But thanks for being cool about it, though. And that is my only positive. I've got four likes for that. So I'm I'm turning the crowd around. All right, go on. <laughs> In comes temperature C7562. That is temperature C7562 on Reddit. Reported. Oh, she's report. That person's reported you. Yeah. Or us. Yeah. What? Because. So, yeah, for putting a post on Reddit. That's, well, it's hardly offensive or yeah, inappropriate. So I responded with grass. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Temperature C seven five six two. Responded with this. Yes, I report people for being jackasses and for breaking rules that exist for a reason. The way you are acting, thankfully, does not make me worry that I'll have to experience you in the podcast space. Hard to get off the ground when you're like this. Usually when people listen to something, it's because they like the people they're listening to. <laughs> she don't like you or no. that person doesn't like you, mate. And then and then followed up with, but thanks for telling us the name so that I can post a review. Just an idea in case anyone else thinks this is incredibly, in capitals, rude internet behaviour. If you think this is rude internet (laughs) behaviour. You should listen to our podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking hell, that's what I should have said. (laughs) 
<laughs> I responded with, I responded with, you're making me feel sad. Any uh, follow-up like on that? Um, they, temperature C7562, if anyone wants to go on and fucking call this person a prick, says, good, that means you're not a bot. Humans can learn things properly. And I said, well, thanks for your input. It's all a learning curve and we've clearly picked the wrong thread. Keep enjoying, keep enjoying your podcasts and all the best. You're very diplomatic, Neil. I probably would, if that was me, I probably would have sabotaged the last year's work we'd done by calling this person out for the absolute wanker they are. Do you mean temperature C as in the ocean sea? So temperature C7562 on Reddit? That's exactly what I mean. Temperature C7562. That's the one. On Reddit. Yeah. On Reddit. Yeah, that's the Go one. In. I mean, this sounds like a right horrible, snipey little bitch of a person. Yeah. Just, I mean, that is the ultimate keyboard warrior, isn't it? I'm just going on about rules and not good internet etiquette and whatnot. Yeah. Like, fucking grow up, mate. Like, get um, on with your life. Someone called Presence Legal comes in. Are all no such thing as a fish listeners all miserable? All the replies, all the replies here are so passive aggressive. Yet on the same post on a different thread, people are saying it sounds great and they'll give it a listen. So we've That's got a. Nice a uh, we've got he somebody... ended up with minus seven. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. He thought. <laughs> How is it that all from like this is going against everything that um, I've learned in the last year of listening to the threads from the podcast from the village in, in crisis because negativity gets you know booed down whereas yeah. it seems that on here negativity is celebrated yeah and and positivity and understanding and um you know measured comments and feedback just seems to be you know pushed down and frowned upon yeah if it's you can a just really and just fuck people over is enjoyed on this very odd environment but i think given time one that i could thrive in well yeah i would imagine that reddit's your (laughs) petri dish (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway do you want to get on to to what's been happening in the village in crisis all right yeah let's do it go for it it starts with hannah hostage Can't say I'm very happy. About half an hour ago, leaving the park with my son in the car, when three youths were jumping and standing in front of my car, not getting out of the way. Then they closed the gate so we couldn't get past. Luckily, a gentleman was driving in at that time. They ran around the corner and he opened the gate. But what if he did not come when he did? What are you to do in this situation when they stand in front of your car? So a picture of the scene. It's this driveway to the recreation ground is one car wide. All right. Um, she's trying to get out, and there's some big, like wrought iron double gates there. Yeah. They've they've blocked the road, and then they've closed the gates so she can't get out. Three lads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um. Why can't she just get out and, and open the gate herself? 
Well, she was probably intimidated. Vinnie mm. Victon comes in. I guess they were the same youths that jumped in front of my car while I was driving down the road twice and gave me lots of verbal abuse. I, they scared my 87-year-old mother. I did see them a little while later with two bikes, which they didn't have before. Lock up your goods, villagers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I don't... I can under I suppose I have to be more I, I can understand why people would be intimidated and think it was awkward, but just get out and and just give them a fucking clip around the ear or tell them to move out of the way. Stand there go, seriously, what are you doing? Get out of the way. And you're in then, a car. You can drive them over if you want. Yeah, just keep edging forward, you reckon? Slowly edging forward. Um yeah. Yesterday I was driving out of uh, the car park at the stables where we were watching our daughter in a competition. Yeah. And as I'm driving out, it's sort of like a sort of track car park. So there's cars on one side and cars on another side parked parallel to each other. Mm -hmm. So we're driving down and there's enough room for two cars to, to go by. But all of a sudden these two women see each other and they obviously know each other because then they go and converge in the middle of the road to chat whilst I'm driving towards them. Like it would have been more, make more sense for one of them to go to the other side yeah. or vice versa. But no, they thought, no, we both make equal effort and meet in the middle and this fucker can wait for us. But did you think, do you think I waited? I don't think you did. No, I just kept driving towards them at the same pace and they started to <laughs> shuffle out of the way. And what was, what was funny, but also real close call was um, I put my foot down in, on the clutch to change out of gear so I could stop the car if need be, yeah. but hadn't uh, changed gear. So when I took my foot off the clutch without thinking, the car leapt forward. <laughs> 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 and, it, and in all honesty, it didn't miss them by much. Um, <laughs> But so, you sent a message out there, haven't you, Lee? I had a, absolutely, and uh, it was maybe more forceful than necessary. But yeah, no, you're in a car. You're what are you going to do? I mean, you're in the position of power. You're lit. You've literally got all the power that you need yeah. to deal with this situation. And the advice comes in. He says, Hannah, sound your horn and keep it going for as long as it takes. Reverse your vehicle away from them and call the police. Tell the police what you're experiencing and that you were frightened. Again, we've been down this road before. You could just get out and say, guys, I've, I've got somewhere to be. Like, I understand that this is enjoyable, but can you can you move? Yeah. Can you try that approach first? I don't well, know. And then, you, Maybe... then you're going to run them over. Now, I, I guess like you want to you want to go at them forcefully enough so that they don't it doesn't escalate because if you yeah. go in too too weak they they'll jump on that and feed off the enjoyment they're going to get from just winding you up and frustrating you and your efforts to get out of this this through this gate. <laughs> well, Hannah Hostage responds and she says, "Thank you, Andy." There was another lady in her car in front of mine 
she had got out of her car not sure what not sure what they were saying to her she sounded her horn and managed to get out i thought i'd be able to drive behind her but they jumped in front of my car and i couldn't keep driving then they closed the gate i tried to drive through but then they closed it completely so i did reverse and called the police they said there was nothing they could do it would take them about four hours to get there anyway then they said i have nothing to worry about <laughs> <laughs> Now, does this sound to you like a verbatim conversation with the police? Yeah, I don't think that that's word for word. That's not a direct quote, is it? No. Um, no, there's nothing we can do about it. And even if we could, it would take us four hours to get there anyway. But you've probably got nothing to worry about. I think like, in a, like if the police said that to me, I would I would instantly I would just go but I'd 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 go into like full on theater mode and I would go um I know but officer like they 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 I need to get out they won't come they, I, I, oh my god oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd call back from again and say I've just witnessed somebody have a, a a rock thrown through the, their car window. Get yes. in there. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and then they, I like that. You know, they come with the blues and twos. And they're like, well, oh, there was a report for it. No, there was. Well, I made that bit up. But, <laughs> but thanks <laughs> in for so quickly. Could you get rid of them and open the door for me? Clever. Clever. Yeah. Play them at their own game. Um, because it is, it is unlikely that they said... Well, it takes about four hours to get there and you've got nothing to worry about anyway. If I'm I'm only phoning the police in a in an emergency. Oh, totally. totally. Have you ever phoned the police before? Yeah, I did. Uh, I thought I talked about it on the podcast. Oh, yeah, no. uh, it was uh, maybe about half a year ago, maybe a bit longer. I was walking home from work quite late at night and there were a load of kids up on a roof. And they were throwing stones, rocks down at people as they walked past. Fucking hell. And, I don't uh, know if you had mentioned this. Yeah, well, that's what happened. And they they were up on um, the sport, the school sports hall. They were up on the roof of that. And uh, all of a sudden, this rock or big stone pinged past me. And I, I backed away and then I looked up and I could see them. And I thought, well, I'll just, you know, I'll wait for them to come down. It was about two in the morning and then um this girl was walking behind me and one of them landed at her feet like missed her by inches dead if it hit her in the side of the head yeah and then i just got on the blower to like 999 and did they say oh look fuck it don't worry about it not much we can do uh, it take us four no, hours they, to get there. They, they said uh like to to come down uh that they would be there as soon as possible and then um, when they uh, when the lads came down, I ran over and accosted. There was about four or five of them, and two ran off, and we managed to get hold of three of them. And then um, they uh, they they ran off, and there was another bloke who'd stopped as well. By this time, there was like uh, ten people involved, and the police still right. didn't turn up. <laughs> and, uh, Were you screaming, the... "Citizens arrest! Citizens no, arrest!" No. No, I was. It was quite funny because I just said, "Get here now, get here now." What? We didn't do anything. What are you on about? I mean, well, fuck off. Get here now. 
stop giving me that bullshit. And uh, so we had three or four, four of them, like one of them dodged off straight away. One of them, four of them were stood there and one of them ran off. And I went, your mate's just left you to you free. <laughs> <laughs> I said, don't even think about it. I was like, because I'll only run if like there's only one person left. And that person would be like the, the unlucky <laughs> one. And then um, he ran off. And then, um, yeah, in the end, all of them, no, no, uh, two of them ran off and one stayed. So I stayed and one of the blokes went off and caught up with two of the blokes, the other lads, and brought them back. By that time, the police had turned up. Uh, and then we were like, yeah, here you go. Here's the culprits. But it was a massive pain in the ass in the end because the girl wasn't, hadn't hung around. I said, she lives in that building. She went there. So she wasn't there to like back up my story. Right. And um, I was having to stand around for about 45 minutes to an hour just going, yeah, this is what happened. This is what yeah. happened. But as and, it as it is, it's what your word against theirs. And it almost looks like you're just accosting kids in the street. A little bit, maybe, yeah. Cause pedo like, hunter. Pedo hunters back in town. <laughs> <laughs> but what was good was that they said that uh, they were taking the kids to their parents to let them, to tell them what had been going on. So they were about good. sort of 15, 16. And at three in the morning, that's enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, that's but, a proper bollocking. That's a proper bollocking. That's going to be a like, there's a knock on the door and the police turn up with your son. Yeah enjoyable and the advice comes in i'm sure it was very frightening for you hannah and for the lady in front of you please never get out of your car and if you have to drive over grass or whatever you can just to do it to get away i'm sure on this occasion it was just hijinks from these silly boys but you never know just stay safe (laughs) when uh when i was younger uh when my nan was alive right she uh, was driving me, I think I was like, I must have had 12 or 13 or something, right? And I was in the front of the car in a Ford Fiesta. And she was driving down the this little alleyway um, down to the back of her house so that she could then reverse up and park in the back garden. But as she's driving down this side little slip road, there was like four or five of the school bullies right. walking around. And she's driving along, revving her engine because they're stood with their backs to her, like not moving to the side. And they're making out that they don't know the car's there. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Then she starts beeping her on and she winds down her window. And it was, you know, you're doing it by hand. (laughs) And uh, she leans out the window going. And I'm like, nah, nah, no, don't, don't, don't. And she was just like... And he's like, you fuck off. And I'm like, oh, God. And my name's going, you fuck off. I know your mum is Patrick Simpson. I'll fucking go around and say, you think I'm scared of you lot? Simpsons, you can fuck off. And then he looks in the car and he sees me and he goes, you're fucking dead, Phillips. <laughs> Did anything come of it? Yeah, I got a few slaps of school in the, in the, uh, in the corridors. What did you say to him? I'm going to get my nan on you. No, I just I just tried to avoid him. But then I basically just got a clip around the back of the head. Like, and it was like, tell your nan to fuck off, something like that. 
Yep, will do. No Can't problem. Wait. Yep, will do. Yeah, got that. Write that down. Yep. Yeah, got it. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Simpson. As soon as I get home, it'll be fuck you, Nan, for me. Yeah, <laughs> took a slap for you. <laughs> That's from the lad down the street. So um, I think it's just a generational thing there, maybe, because I think, like, most people had a bit more sort of spunk about them when they were back in the 80s, weren't they, like early 90s? I think now we've built up, like, speaking to youth as if it's some kind of absolute all or nothing you'll either get oh i'm really sorry and move out of the way or a knife in your throat yeah it's, it's the knives that concern you isn't it yeah yeah ever had a knife you. pulled out on you uh yeah i have on the um the train i, I don't know if i told you about this on here I, I was getting the train back um from london and i went to get off at edmonton green the mm. double doors opened and at the station at those doors was a bloke with a fucking big knife and <laughs> the bloke behind me grabbed me and was using me as a human shield like swinging me from side to side and the bloke's fucking lunging at him with the knife and then the doors closed and we went off. And I turned around to him, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, oh, sorry, mate. It's been after me for fucking ages. I was like, great. Fucking great. <laughs> I I got off at Edmonton Green once. Um, and you know where you come down those really old brick stairs onto yeah. the actual, like, uh, roundabout? That whole roundabout was closed off and there was blood everywhere. It's exactly the kind of place you'd be murdered absolutely everywhere and i'm i swear to god i don't exaggerate when i say there was no less than 40 to 50 police cars and i ended up well, maybe walking they, maybe he finally caught up with him imagine if this was it this had happened like <laughs> the next day or something <laughs> oh it was crazy because they clearly it clearly hadn't it happened recently but not straight away yeah and they hadn't closed off the steps bit so i'm walking down the stairs and i enter into a a proper crime i'm tiptoeing between blood splatters i don't know police are just like get over here mate pushing me underneath the ticker tape i don't know if it's improved around there um now but 20 years ago 25 years ago we go oh, no, that was a dangerous shithole yeah yeah Very I, got dangerous place. I got attacked there with uh nice guy lee oh yeah and um these two blokes proper proper locals and they were um they were attacking us and all of a sudden uh the they they heard a, we all heard a siren they ran off jumped onto the back of a bus and um we turned around and it wasn't a police car it was just a fire engine <laughs> <laughs> so as they're driving off we started giving them the wanker sign and the fingers right but then the bus stopped at the bus stop and then we were like okay run <laughs> <laughs> yeah the place to encourage it anyway chris concerned comes in shocking police response this is totally unacceptable especially since it's far from the first such incident do you mind contacting the local county councillor to look into the police response? Even if, if they don't even log it, how can we detect a pattern and prevent escalation? Fucking calm down, Chris. Yeah, this podcast is not the, the, the forum for dealing with Chris. No. Fiona film it comes in. I would have recorded them and made sure they could see it as evidence. You have the security of your car. That should be enough to scare them off. 
you have proof if they do vandalise your car. If it was the other way around, they would record you. Yeah, sound, that's true. Sound enough advice? Uh, Vicky the Victor comes in. bugs me a, a bit, but yeah, I'll tell you why in a minute. OK, well, Vicky Victim comes in and says, I picked up my phone and pretended to take footage, but they just played up to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're taking your phone out and you're pretending to film? Just film. It's yeah. just as why easy. Would you, why would you pretend? God, do you, think, do you think Vicky was sitting there going, oh, I'm filming you? <sighs> I feel disgusted by them. Um, I was out running once and yeah. I ran alongside like a bus stop and this dad and his son were getting off and with each other yeah they were they were <laughs> alighting from the bus Neil okay and they stepped into me as I was running uh, wow. I, I'd say maybe 60-40 there fault they weren't okay. looking but they probably weren't expecting to have a have someone running, running down the path yeah um I get, i'm only saying 40 to be generous because i don't take any responsibility for this and <laughs> i i turned around um and was ready to give it the oh fuck you bit but the son who was like 15 or 16 beat me to it and started going well, get out of the fucking way. And I then I went, <laughs> I was able to take like a step back, metaphorically speaking, and say, hang on, you just stepped into me, mate. At that point, the dad wanted to fight me. Right. <laughs> and the son then starts, and I stood there and I'm like, seriously? And there's a whole bus, a whole bus, and people at the bus station. And they're, they're all just like peering out the window at this going on. <laughs> and I'm like, seriously, I'm out running, mate. What's your problem? And then he was like, come on. And the dad, had, he was like, I think they were Syrian or something, right? And he'd gone into like a proper boxer's stance. Right. Going, come on, in, come on in. And the son stood over his shoulder filming it. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like you two are fucking insane. <laughs> that is insane. It is it fucking is weird. Because, and I'll tell you what, the, the, the son filming it stopped me from just reaching over and planting one on the bloke. Yeah. I just stood there, I was just like, like, it, it was just literally the dad. And it it was so quick. It was so quickly done. The camera coming out, the filming, the whole setup, where I was sort of left baffled by it all. Like, going, oh, my God, I, I've got no chance here. I end up in a fight. If I provoke it, well, then they've got it all on video. Yeah. Yeah. And no one's seen how it started. They, they only see the bit that they've got recorded. Mm, yeah. What was the outcome? Did you run away? Well, I was out running. So if you want to say I ran away, you, you, you're more than welcome to. Oh, well, but, I will. Um, I made sure I, I didn't run straight from that spot. Right. I just, I, I stuck a couple of fingers in, in their faces, calling them a couple of cunts. And then I <laughs> uh, walked past them thinking, right. And then you ran them, away. And then I, oh, well, I gave it a good 20 metres of just like uh, walking away. And then I went into running away then you ran away i ran ho i ran home 
<laughs> when you got home, did you start crying? You know, you know, when you're a kid, when something happened and you just like front up and then you get home and your mum goes, you're right. Yeah, the whole time, just before you, <laughs> and you're snot running down your nose and you get in and you're like, you're half embarrassed, but also want half of you wants comfort. And yeah, yeah, it's all very confusing. Um, Fiona Film It says, what a bunch of twats. If you would have recorded, you could have posted it on here. I'm sure the parents would be proud to watch them taunting women. And Vicky yeah. Victim says, I think they were from the far end of the village. What does that mean? Travelling? Well, okay. yeah, that's, I think she's alluding to them being travellers, I think. Well, that is a good euphemism. Do you think that's a good euphemism for homosexuality? Travelling folk? No, I think they're from the far end of the village. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but I think in this instance, she means um, she believes they were travellers. So Hannah Hostage says, oh, OK, got you. You never know. Their mothers might be on here. And then Nikki Knobhead says, I wouldn't advise to pick the phone up as sadly you'd be automatically breaking the law for using your phone whilst driving. <sighs> Fuck off. The police don't is care. It, they just no, said <laughs> automatically breaking the law. What what film is it? Demolition Man or something where like if you break the law like there's a ticket. Remember Sylvester is it Sylvester Stallone and Wesley? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're automatically breaking the law. No one knows. No. Um, we've also established the police don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, they won't be there for four hours anyway. Oh, you can literally just fuck off. And they, they, it will, you'll constantly be head of the police on this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can go home and have tea, and the yeah. police will be like, oh, God, well, we've got our we got to finish our shift and then we've got to have tea. Uh, now it's six hours back. Yeah, the moment's gone. Yeah. Unless that person's still stuck behind the gates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry it took so long. We're here now. <laughs> Hilda Hindsight, get a dash cam. You can get them pretty cheap. If you're behind the wheel of a car and you get your phone out to record, this could possibly go against you as it is illegal to use your mobile whilst in control of a motor vehicle. So you can't use it in court? Well, or maybe you can, but then the judge turns around and says, well, while we're here, you're going to prison for eight years. <laughs> Using your phone. <laughs> <laughs> to film some people that were attacking you. How about um, she films them whilst she's in the car. She forgets that she's got her foot on the clutch, takes yeah. it off, dashes into them, sends yeah. one spiralling on the way, hits his head on the freak accident, hits his head on a tree stump, dies. The other two say, we were just walking down the road and she's filming us. She was on her yeah. phone. She filmed herself running, running us over. Yeah, that is not evidence you want. No, and she could say they they locked the gate. Yeah, and, and they say, well, like, have you got oh, that? Well, on you know, of course we locked the gate. Of course we locked the gate. It says keep gate shut. 
we were just being doing doing our best, Your Honor. She oh, was ripping God. the engine at us. It's all gone wrong. It's all gone yeah. horribly wrong for her. Yeah. <laughs> that, do not use your phone when you drive, basically. No. Do we know anybody who would own a dash cam? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Say, say we take 10 of our mutual friends. What percentage own a dash cam? Uh, 10%. So one person. <laughs> and I think he probably listens to this podcast. I'm going to say hello, Bush. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I, I 10 to 20%. Okay. One or two. I think, you know, the other ones are all tech heavy geek. So he's probably oh. doing it just because. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. Danny yeah. description comes in. Was one of them on an orange bike? And Hannah Hostage says, they were not on bikes from what I saw. I was standing next to them at the kebab van as my son wanted chips on the way home and did not necessarily feel threatened. But it was when I was driving out that they jumped in front of the car and were not getting out of the way and messing about and then closed the gate. I could not go forward and did not want to get out. My son's response was to unbuckle his seatbelt to jump out and open the gate in all his innocence. So I had a go at him to stay put, but then had to explain that these older boys were just silly and naughty messing about. How old was the son? 19. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) But what this is telling me, because every human has got instincts. And this younger lad obviously didn't feel threatened enough to think I'm not getting out the fucking car. Or he was, what? Or very like young, and I mean, four or five. Yeah, I mean that is pretty naive. And but you don't you, you don't can... expect a four or five year old to get out of the car to open the gate, do you? Well, clearly she's uh, salt and pepper in this story immensely because yeah. um, the police saying they won't turn up until they've watched the end of the cricket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is uh, yeah, we won't be there. We're, we're watching the five-day test. So um, anyway, in comes Philippa Fuckwit with a bit of a change of direction. Oh, lovely! I attended a meeting at the village hall tonight. The youth bus is stroke was part spon- sponsored by the parish council and others, I believe. Now the youth bus—they don't have a youth club, um, like a building where they have a youth club, but they have this bus that comes like a mobile youth club that goes around all the villages. So the youth bus is stroke was sponsored by the parish council and others, I believe. However, there were two children on the bus with two youth workers that I could see. The rest of the children were out and about making a nuisance of themselves. I shall be contacting the parish council and asking them to consider not funding this year. And I suggest you do all this. You all do the same. That'll help. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Peter Pistake comes in. Great idea. Remove one of the few things for youths to do. The basic idea in this village seems to be to remove anything that attracts youths. Well, I guess we'd better get rid of the football goals or the skate park, etc., etc., because that attracts them as well. Yeah. Wow. What do you? What can you say? These people. I don't know what they what they expect. 
Mindy missed the point comes in and she says, Peter, this threatening, intimidating behaviour should not be tolerated by anyone. It is particularly frightening for women on their own and vulnerable people. If people can't go about their everyday business with their children without feeling frightened, what sort of place has this become? Double exclamation mark. Place where you need to take self-defence classes. Perhaps. <laughs> but Peter Pistate responds, youths are using the bus, so why get rid of it? If the youths that were being aggressive were not using it, again, why get rid of it? I never agreed with the behaviour, and that was not my point. Does she understand that, though? Well, I don't know. But Ricky Reason comes in to talk to Philippa Fuckwit. And he says, Philippa, are you serious? Really? Unless I've missed it. Hannah didn't mention the youth bus, but you did. If you're writing to the parish council, complain that there isn't enough youth provision outreach work. Not that there's too much. Ask that the parish council puts into the community the proposition that the new village hall contains state-of-the-art youth facilities and to fund fully trained youth workers, which the village will pay for through the tax if the county council won't. Happy to see my parish um, tax increase to pay for youth work for all sections of the community. In fact, how about our district councillors divert their green bin tax into several hours of youth work in the new building? I agree with him wholeheartedly. So do I. Absolutely yeah. agree with him. Very much so. And Peter Pistake then comes back in and says, I really don't see why the youth bus was brought into the discussion. It's totally unrelated. The youths involved were not, as stated, even using it. And then Mandy missed the point, comes back. Looking through the posts, I agree that the bus was unrelated to the incident. I disagree. If the youths were on the youth bus, there wouldn't have been a problem. Well, Philippa Fuckwit says the bus is what attracts the youths. This is what I witnessed at 7.30 p.m. ish. But then comes Sharon Sensible. Well, it sounds like if we're pointing blame at things, maybe we should speak to the parish council about the kebab van. How many people would be upset if we lose that because of some nuisance kids? The bus is a good project. At least the kids are all in one place. We need to back all the projects we have at keeping the teenagers off the streets rather than taking them away. Now, I think she raises a good point there. Do you think it's more likely that the kebab van was attracting the youths, the, the bad, the bad element, mm. or the youth bus where they're in a supervised environment? Probably the kebab van. I remember the kebab van in uh, the little town where I grew up in Wallingford, Oxfordshire. Very lovely little area, idyllic, historic, once was the capital of England for a day, mm. Wallingford. But you put a kebab van up, open those uh, hatches, boom, there's always trouble. Cars Violence. are attracted there with pop-offs are there. Yeah. Uh, it's right across the road from the chip shop, so that's not helping. We used so, to have... After a night out in Cambridge, there was two kebab vans on the market square. One was called Uncle Frank's and the other was called the Trailer of Life. And they were on the opposite side of the market. Uncle Frank's, you were far less likely to get a kick in when you went there. But for some reason, if you decided, oh, I'm going to go to the Trailer of Life today, a good chance, just what, 70 metres away, something's kicking off. <laughs> but it was, it's like it's known. You know how football hooligans will contact other football hooligans before a game and say, let's meet yeah. up here and we'll have a scrap. 
yeah. it's like it was an unwritten rule if you went to the trailer of life you were up for getting your head kicked in yeah yeah it's pretty much the same like for us it was actually going down to the uh, youth center yeah yeah where, where are you <laughs> going to get your head kicked in at the, at the, the youth center yeah i just stay at home i think i don't know i mean It was a little bit like you want to go out to a youth centre. Seems like youth centres are there for people who maybe do want to get away from being at home. Yeah, maybe. But they've got to have that provision, haven't they? Uh, anyway, Peter Pistake comes back in and he says, Philippa, if I have this right, you want to remove the youth bus because it's attracting youths. I think I'll end this conversation here. Um. And Philippa comes in in response and says, the end. Good work, Philippa. Yeah, she's obviously accepted there that she's come across as a bit of a bell end. <laughs> Do you really think that's what's happened? No, because she's a consistent knob on this account. Absolute twat. <laughs> She's a real kind of backseat. I, I get the impression she was probably on the parish council once and isn't anymore. But now everything they do, she comes on and criticises. Like, oh, when I was on the parish council, this, that, or when we were doing it, it was this and that. Oh, fuck off. Oh, God. Still do it then, if you're that bothered. Either carry <laughs> yeah. on doing it or shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. I don't understand like why people can't just sort of sit back and enjoy... The fact that if if you're that sort of uh, way inclined to take enjoyment from uh, things not working out for other people, to do it quietly. Yeah. Like Tell I people do. that might give a shit. Yeah, like I do. What and do you trust think me, there when... aren't that many people out there that do give a shit. No. It's better no. just keeping it quiet. Well, maybe you should just go on Reddit. Yeah, and yeah, and then you get loads of thumbs up. Yeah, Reddit seems the place for negative interactions. Mm. I'll tell you who loves negative interactions on Reddit. Temperature C, 7562, loves negative interactions. Yeah, temperature C, 7652. No, seven, hold on, hold on. I'm finding them. Temperature C, 7562. They love negative interactions on Reddit. Not very supportive of up and coming podcasts. Not very supportive at all. Um, you know, if this is the first time you've listened to this podcast and you've made it this far, thank you. Um, go through the back, go through the back catalogue. Uh, there's probably some stronger episodes than this, but, you know, it's difficult to pump out consistently 10 out of 10 material, isn't it, Lee? So, yeah, if we yeah drop every now and then, nine, nine, yeah, yeah, nine, nine and a half is going to come from time to time. Yeah, and we apologise for those uh, nine and nine and a halves. Other podcasts probably wouldn't, but we do apologise. <laughs> and this is probably why this is a nine and a half this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're as, you're only as strong as the thread that you're mocking 
as well. I yeah. Find. And uh, although a pretty interesting Fred, no real drama involved. No, we need a bit more back and forth. And and listeners, that's we want to hear from you. We want to know what's going on in your communities. Email us at villageincrisis at gmail.com. Let us know what's happening where you are. If you can be bothered, cut and paste the entire thread onto a Word document and email it. More likely, just send me the link to that Facebook group and I'll join it and I'll go through and dissect it myself. Um, yeah, we, we love a bit of scandal, so let us know what's going on where you live. If you need any help, Neil, uh, mm. dissecting and going through a, a thread, then, you know, like I've said from day one, just let me know and I'll do that for you. Yeah, I can do that, Lee. But I think the way this podcast works is if you don't know what's coming. Uh, no, fine. That's good. I'll just turn up and yeah. Yeah. All right, I've offered. Everyone you turn it. up and bring the gold, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just turn up and bring the gold. Oh, so, Neil, what are you going to be doing with the rest of your day? Um, or week, if this day isn't as interesting as you wished it could be? Uh, well, day and week. I'll just be working, do football training with the kids. That's about it. Our, our football team at the moment is so fucking frustrating. Um, not the kids, but just our results. We keep just being on the wrong side of a goal here and there. So we're mm. drawing and losing games we should be winning and drawing. Um, um, and I can only point the finger of blame at myself for that. Oh, you sound like Maurizio Pochettino now. Mm. But um, I took football training yesterday morning and we finished off with a penalty shootout and one of the other coaches said Lee I think it's your your turn to go and goal right so I took my glasses off and I must have saved the first like 25 penalties (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then then some of the better players decided to start up in their game and absolutely putting their foot through the ball and I, at one point, I thought I'd broken my wrist. I was pouring sweat. <laughs> so I didn't know being a goalkeeper <laughs> need, required so much fitness. And it probably doesn't. But uh, I was like Neville Southall in goal. In looks yeah. and ability. <laughs> yeah, in current size. <laughs> well, well done. But, um, That's good. It was good, in, it was good fun. And then, you really uh, filled that goal, did you? It was a small goal. Mm. It was a big body. Talking of which, I've embarked on the one of my to-dos for 2024, which is lose a certain amount. Was it 12 kilos, two stone? 10 kilos, wasn't it, I think? Was it? Well, like I told you, I'd bought that book, The 4-Hour Body. I don't know if right. the same person who'd written The 4-Hour work, Four-Day Work Week. Anyway, um, so I'm on a very low-carb, low-fat diet at the moment. How's that working out? Um, uh, the thing he advocates that's going to work or be most beneficial is to get uh, a certain amount of protein in you at breakfast within uh, within an hour of waking Uh, so yesterday my breakfast was uh, three eggs scrambled no mm-hmm. milk in there, no water, just a dash of water, salt and pepper, mm. scrambled, no cheese or anything like that, right? A, a packet of organic kidney beans, 
fried Brilliant. together with runner beans. Fucking hell, for breakfast? Yeah. Now, uh, tell me about, uh, it took me, I was gagging on the first mouthful, mate. <laughs> uh, I didn't mix the eggs with the, the beans. Just, uh, you know, I'm not mental. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, it took me about half an hour to eat it. Um, and, yeah, I, I was pretty good up until sort of like mid-late afternoon because this was at sort of 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's a tough ask. But in the book, he does say this isn't easy and it's not enjoyable. So he right. wasn't sugarcoat. He wasn't going, oh, and you can do this and do that and it'll be lovely. No, he's saying this is going to be shit, but you will get dramatic results. So fair right. enough. I'm willing to give it a go. And then you get a, one cheat day a week. So I can definitely do this for five, six days and then have a massive cheat day. Um, so there, this morning I did a, a, a bit of a different breakfast. But uh, What did you have this morning? It was a bit more of a sort of Spanish a style. chicken. No, <laughs> no. I had um, three eggs over... Um, uh, red peppers and and something else I can't remember a oh, tomato really? and so I did it in a sort of uh, Spanish style open omelette yeah it's good and I had some uh, sardines for lunch yeah, yeah so I'm rocking and rolling mate no how's, milk how's the weight loss going well it's too soon to say isn't it it's yeah day okay. two it's only day two yeah Oh right. I thought you know we've spoken about. It. I thought I'd just give you a little update and let you know. No, no, I'm on. interested. I'm 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 keen to see how it goes. Yeah, and I think there's a real. I think this will work, especially getting off the carbs. The no, no, you're not allowed any carbs that are white or could have been white. So no rice, white or brown. Uh, no potatoes. No uh, pasta whole wheat or otherwise no flour none of that bollocks so what carbs can you eat well you get carbs from other things don't you i don't know well yeah that's why i'm going on the the uh, the beans the lugiems right lentils, lentils you get soup. your carbs from them do you yeah i don't like lentils no i can definitely say uh, how you prepare them is key right I like lentil soup, always have done. Have that with some chicken and bacon, no bread. I think, you know, that's a pretty good lunch. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're staying healthy. Doing my bit. You're allowed to drink red wine, two glasses a day. Uh, and then on cheat day, you can fucking drink a whole keg of beer if you want, he says. Get absolutely trolled. Right. It's all about spiking your uh, metabolism. Okay. Well, good luck with that. Well, I'll let you know how I am next week. Yeah, update us next week. There's something, there's something to come back for, listeners. Find out he's next week. still a fat bastard next yeah. Monday. Yeah, find out how he's got on. Yeah. So until then, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Um, yeah, cheerio. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis.